Hallelujah. Yes, sir. We are back, party people. Yes. Do not get it twisted at all. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Funky Phil? Yay. <laughs> Yay. Funky Phil in the house. In his house. Yeah, my house. <laughs> uh, what's up? What's up, everybody? Man, we're back. We took a week off. Corey Kingston here. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Funky Phil in the house. This is Drum Brigade Podcast. It's coming right at you. Yeah. Yeah. Full blast. Full blast. We have a great show for you guys. Episode what? 87? 86? I think it's 86. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what episode this is, but I think this is going to be our season finale. Um, so Ooh. we're going to take a little bit of a break and uh, we're going to come back even stronger, even harder with some cool stuff. Um, all right. Well, anyways, this is the Drum Brigade podcast. Um, we have a great show. We have an amazing, amazing guest. The most, the most listener questions we've ever had in the history of this show. Yes. That's crazy. Um, he's a superhero. He's a drummer. Plays in a crazy, amazing band. He's a, the star of a few TV shows um, pertaining to his band. Um, or, well, I think he was more of like a producer or something like that on one of his shows. Um, and then he is also a superhero on another one of his shows. Um, so coming on the show in a little bit here is Ricky Fitness from... Ricky Falmore or Ricky Fitness from the Aquabats. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wait till you hear me read his bio. It is so funny, dude. Yeah. Everything that the Aquabats do is hilarious. Anyways, um, he's coming on. We've been trying to have him on for a while. I love this dude. I love his drumming. Um, we go way, way, way back, like to when I I've toured with his band. I don't, I want to say he, he, like when I stopped playing in the agri lights, he played a couple shows, I want to think, or he, I don't know, or maybe he auditioned or something. So, um, that could be irrelevant details that I'm giving you. Anyways, this dude is Ricky Fitness on the Aquabat Super Show. He had a lot to do with Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, he's done a lot of crazy stuff, man. Um, so, and he's a really great drummer, really great dude. So we're looking forward to having him on. That's going to be really great. Me and Phil have a lot to catch up on. We haven't really talked in like two weeks. Um, so since our last show, really, we talked a little bit, but yeah, um, we're going to catch up. I do have a soapbox, Phil. Don't even think I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, the Drum Brigade, it's, uh, you know, it's all kinds of things. We try to give people um, a voice on our podcast. We try to give people an identity through our apparel. And we try to give people the sense of camaraderie over competition through our drum lessons. Me and Funky Phil do remote lessons right now. Um, and then we also do in-person lessons when there's not a pandemic ravaging and pillaging the whole world. So um, for right now, it's all online. Yeah, it's the Drum Brigade. It's the brotherhood of drums. It's camaraderie over competition. And we try to spread that. So, yeah, we also do events. We also do sheds. We also do all kinds of stuff like that. So um, we also have some, like, merch I already mentioned, but our merch is dope. And I need to find the time to upgrade a lot of our merch. Like, we can 
We have the possibility of making face masks now and fanny packs and stuff like that. So I'm going to take advantage of that and make some more merch so that we can have an even better merch Wait, store. Wait, we, we've got brigade face masks now? Uh, I haven't I haven't designed them yet, but we have the potential to have brigade face masks. Oh, yes. that's got to happen. Yeah. Um, so a lot of cool things that, that can come your way um, that we're working on. And, uh, you know, we're always working on that thing. Like, like our buddy always said, I'm still working on it myself. <laughs> I'm always working on that thing. Uh, all right. So that's the drum brigade. Me and funky Phil both have websites, CoreyKingston.com, K O R E Y. And then Phil Pardell, P H I L P A R D E L L. Uh, you want to hire us, all that stuff. You can also use the drum brigade website, drumbrigade.com. Um, you can find info on the podcast. You can get all the download links that you want on the Drum Brigade podcast. You can link to our merch store and you can find out more information about um, other stuff that we do. Lessons, all that jazz. You can also sign up for lessons on the website. Um, you can log in. If you're a student of ours, you can log in into the student portal on the website and get all your sheet music and all that stuff. Very cool stuff that we do for you. Um, so yeah, um, this is on all the platforms that you get your podcasts on iTunes, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, overcast, radio, public drumbrigade.com. You can download all of them from drumbrigade.com if you don't want to go to all those. And, um, yeah, we have a website, we have, um, a YouTube page, we have Instagram. You want to follow us, just go ahead and do that. It will help us out a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. So that's enough of that. Let's just get into it, all right? Man, I'm happy to be here, Funky Phil. Me too. I was excited about the podcast today. Yeah. I like, you know, I Monday's like my day in the studio. Like, I'm here all day until like 7 o'clock at night. And um, so I like make my lunch and you know, wear comfortable clothes and get everything I need. And this morning I was like, not like, oh man, I was just like, yeah, let's go. Let's be yeah. at the studio. Yeah. Got lessons. Yeah. It's like I'm clocking into work at my favorite place. Yeah. It's literally what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is my, like one of my favorite places in the world that I have, that I pay for, that I love. And I'm always trying to make it better. And like, I just feel like this is my safe space, my zone, my home, even though I don't live here. So when I come here, it's like, dude, I'm just happy. I don't know. Like I can come here and do nothing or I can come here and play drums or I can. Anyways, I was just like, I'm going to be there all day and I get to record a podcast. With my buddy, Phil, yeah. it's going to be a good day, man. Yeah. Ricky fitness is coming on. Freaking Ricky fitness is coming on. dude. <laughs> What's going on? Funky Phil. You still gardening? How's your grass? My grass is nice. I've been mowing my lawn like a straight up dad. It's been <laughs> like I really feel like a dad when I mow my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I, I've never experienced. Got, I've mowed a many a lawn. I got one of those push mowers too. Like the it doesn't have a, a motor in it. You know, it's just like you push yeah, it yeah. and it spins the wheel. And mm. um, yeah, life's good, man. Our we have some zucchini that are just enormous. They're like as, <laughs> as big as my entire arm. They're huge. What? Yeah. Huge zucchini. Did you genetically modify them? No. We just grew the heck out of them. They're huge. 
We grew them so hard. <laughs> dude. That's crazy. My you oven, my oven on, broke. Dude. My oven broke. Corey, I can't bake bread anymore. What? Yeah. There's always something breaking, dude. Stupid... And then you somehow MacGyver fix it. I don't think I'm fixing this one. Stupid freaking oven broke. Oh my gosh. Remember they don't your even... whole remember your whole refrigerator debacle? Yeah. Yeah. Now so now I don't we can't afford an oven right now with all this pandemic. So we're gonna just cruise without an oven. I mean it's summer, so Phil, it gets hot anyway. I got an idea for you. What? Go buy some bricks and make a, your own oven. Make your own oven in the backyard. It's easy, dude. It'll probably cost you fifteen dollars. Yeah, and just burn wood like a, a yes. wood fired. Yeah. Yeah, you can make pizzas in there bread in there what do you think they did in the olden days yeah that would be cool my friend made one in the philippines they have a restaurant and um he my buddy scott um he made one in the philippines and they just literally made it out of bricks and cement and like you can probably make it out of mud i'm pretty sure i feel like (laughs) Like, it's kind of dangerous to do that though in the summer here hmm? oh because of yeah because you're in the sticks and like it could catch fire yeah, you could cause a fire that would look. All right, I'm sending really you Pinterest bad. and YouTube videos because okay, this is this is not dangerous. They okay. used to do this like in the wilderness of like Jerusalem or something. I don't know, but they made bread like in a in that kind of oven, and I could totally see you doing that, and it would probably taste so good. I kind of I mean, yeah, that would be rad. Make we could make like pizzas in there. Whew. <laughs> now you got the wheels turning, Corey. I totally did. <laughs> I knew that would too. I knew that would. I mean, the t- like the final touch for your 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 backyard, like dream backyard. That would be cool. But <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I did, dude. I did a. Re- I don't know if I told you. I did a rehearsal where I played with. I played music with other humans. What in the same room? Yeah. Well, it was at a. It was at a venue. One of my favorite venues. And it was, they're not open, so it was just like a rehearsal on the the big stage. So everyone was really far apart. Oh. Completely empty venue, but running our a whole rehearsal through like a top-of-the-line pro sound system with lights. Oh, they even had lights. to do that. <laughs> it was like... Oh, man. It was like a rehearsal on a, on a pro stage. It was fun. <laughs> how did your, how did it feel? Were you just like amped and just pumped yeah man it was great it was great to play music with other humans and see other humans and feel like the sound pressure of the subs you know like those real serious subs where the whole room shakes oh man i miss that i'm sure you do too right (laughs) it's been four months dude four months and i haven't played i mean I, i i had like a rehearsal in the studio with a couple guys but we were like playing the tracks and it was like me a guitar player and then like some rapper dude that just it wasn't it wasn't it was fun it was cool but it wasn't like filling the void yeah and um it sucks man i i had so i told you guys in the last episode about i had a the showcase gig with the schmucky metals and i bailed on that i wasn't ready and so that was um that was like i was i was bummed so the day that it was supposed to happen Things have been going off the rails, dude. If you're listening like and you're not in America, things have gone off the rails for the coronavirus. It's still like worse than it was. So, yeah. It doesn't seem like we're going back to work. Like I thought we would have been back to work by now. And yeah, um it's worse and than so, ever now. 
<laughs> yeah, everybody was kind of trying to be like, yeah, we're just going back. So we we like they booked the showcase. I have a gig. I had a gig that was scheduled for this Saturday, my first gig back, wedding gig. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll just I don't feel like I'm not being safe if I wear my mask and I just kind of stay away from people. I'm behind my drums. That forces me to be like a good six feet away from each other. It's a small band. It's only a five-piece band. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy the bullet and do it. And then I got called for another gig with Rebecca Jade. Dude, I wanted Woo. to do that gig. So I was almost like maybe I bail on the Schmucky Metals and I do her gig. They were paying like roughly the same. That Delmar Fairgrounds. Oh, man. I was like, May- maybe this is a bad idea, but I kind of don't care. Like, I need to play music. Yeah. And then they sent me an email like, hey, things are moving forward. We're going to do this. It's going to happen. Here's the protocols. You have to wear a mask. It's required. You have to like stay away from people. You cannot shake hands. It's a company policy. It's you cannot high five, even though it's hard to do like whatever. (laughs) I was like, I'm all in. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And then they're like, yeah, they're moving forward. The client doesn't care. They're moving forward. This is the precautions they're taking. And then a few days later, this gig has been postponed. And I'm like, oh my God, that means canceled. They're trying to say, oh, it's going to be postponed for next year. That's the schmucky. that's how they're getting out of not paying us. You that, know, that's the schmucky metals one that got canceled. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then I was like, oh crap! So I called Rebecca Jade and was like, hey, can I um possibly take your your gig? Is it still available? And then she's like, because I'm like, because guess what? Canceled. And when I emailed her or when I texted her, like, hey, you know, everything's up in the air, but I'm technically scheduled. Anyway, she was like, yeah, my gig is canceled too. Damn. I'm just like, well, whatever. Just kidding. Uh, So that was that. And now I'm still stuck with no job, just teaching. But my teaching schedule is growing. I got another new student today. Nice. Starting today. My Mondays are completely full now. Completely. I cannot fit another lesson in. Um, So yeah, I had quite a few submissions, like signups. Um, so that's cool. Uh, funky Phil, I forgot to mention that we launched a video this week on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, no, yes. I was, was going to bring that up. That was fun. Yes. So, um, we put out one of the dopest things I've ever seen. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why more people aren't doing this, but Drummer Dade normally does real life sheds. Like we host sheds at our studio here, or we, we've done like events like around Nam show where we had a concert and in between bands, we had sheds. We try to do stuff like that when we can. Um, we do live broadcasts and stuff like that too. But anyways, um, we did a virtual shed video. So we basically got all of our favorite drummers. Um, let me, let me just pull it up here. We got all of our favorite drummers, <laughs> coming in oh great now i can't find it oh boy oh whatever all right let me see if i can just remember okay so it's me Corey kingston you funky phil tosh the drummer oh boy he was dope kevin Aguchi. all these fools are dope man kevin Aguchi. okay me you tosh kevin Aguchi. um mikai curtis yeah the actor um uh, 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 Isaiah Gill. What was that? Uh, Matt Smith. Yeah, Matt Smith. 
Um, Madden Class, Carson Ford. Uh, is that it? I think so. Yeah. Um, all of us did a virtual shed, and it was like dope, people. Like dope. Okay. Yeah. It was seriously dope. Seriously dope. Phil, what you played was blowing my mind. I did not get it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so weird out of time. Um, who is your, who, what clips are your favorite? Oh man, that's hard to say. I really like them all. They're all of such yeah. different characters. I really like Ma- Madden classes are super cool. Yeah. I Those liked, were like, I mean, I liked my Kai Kurt. His were really interesting. He went in a to- totally different direction than everybody else, which is really cool. Yeah. If we totally needed, we totally needed what he did. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's what's so great about this. This video is like, I did not, none of us knew what the other was playing. None of us really like talked about like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And then you do that. Everybody just submitted what they did. Yeah. And, um, and like, there was no direction other than that. It was like, I made sure to say, Hey, it's free solo. Just do whatever you think you want to do 120 bpm and the, that was yeah the only, 120 that was the bpm only thing. <laughs> and it was it was 120 bpm and then it was four bars yeah and so and i was like if you can send me two clips that would be great and so everybody just did them that's what was so great about this is they what there was no influence on like i wonder what the other person is going to do and it was it was like what what makai did was so different like i've heard him like chop before and he's like his pocket was just so nasty on this video. And it was like, and that's what we needed. We needed him to like, bring it back instead of like everybody just trying to go 99 miles an hour. Yeah. He was, it was really great. My, my favorite was Carson, man. Oh, I I like what everybody did. Like legit, like legit. I liked what everybody did. Like there wasn't one person where I was like, eh, that's kind of lame. I was no, like, yeah. everybody was like, dang, dude, that was dope. And, um, but Carson was my favorite. Yeah. He did like, some awesome I, stuff. I, I, I hate to like, it's, I'm not trying to make it like a competitive thing. I just really, really liked what he did. Like his second clip. I've watched it probably a million times. It's like, <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. It's so crazy what he did. It's so not, and he doesn't, he's like, just so like, you know, he's been on the show. He's so mellow. He's just like, Oh, thanks man. I'm just like, bro, you do not know how dope you are. <laughs> you don't know how dope you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, he was great. I liked everybody though. I liked everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody was unique to themselves. It's so crazy how me and Tosh and, and Matt Smith all like, did like the blushida thing or whatever that was. Is that oh, what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. We did not saying. know. Like that was not planned. I know. But, uh, I was wondering when I watched it. I was like, did these guys get to see each other's footage first? Because no. <laughs> Tosh told me he was going to do it. So me and Tosh were the first ones that did it. And like Tosh told me he was going to do it. But I already like, he sent his like, and then I was already recording mine. And then like Matt, Matt didn't even had no idea. So and funny. so it's so weird that like, I feel like maybe Tosh thought like, Oh, he might have tried to like, I, I don't know, try to like copy what I was doing, but it wasn't like that at all. It was just like, I don't know. Yeah. 
anyways, really cool video, guys. Check it out, please. It's on our it's on our YouTube. It's on our Instagram. It's on our our personal Instagrams too. Um, watch it. Tell us what you think. And then we're gonna do another one this time with you guys. So if you guys want to do it. We're going to do a sim- similar situation. We might choose a different beats per minute thing. Maybe go slower. Um, and we might do two bars. I mean two bars. We might do eight bars. Whoa. Slower and Maybe. eight bars? That's going to be a long video. <laughs> Maybe we'll just keep it to four bars. <laughs> um, this time I would like to do like 20 drummers or something, or like 15 drummers and make like a five-minute video of just... Yeah. Oh, man, 15? You should do it like... Uh faster than four bars (laughs) yeah or you know what i would also like to do is like have a song that plays for four bars that we have to solo to oh like a repeated four bar phrase well maybe like dun 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 and then it's blank for four bars and then you have to play that and then it's blank for four bars something like that that's just an idea i'm not saying like that's what we're going with but so that it tra- the transitions are a lot better. That's what you're saying. Because there was a couple of things where it was like, if I'm telling the secrets, there's a couple of things of like some of the clips cut off, like they didn't let the symbols sustain all the way through. Yeah, like mine. To be creative. <laughs> yours, yours, your, yours and Carson's were like. I was like, dude, why did you cut the symbol off? Like, it sounds so weird when I butt them up together now. My bad. Um, so it really worked well when the symbol sustained from the other person, and then you like layer that on top of the next guy starting his. Well, because it sounds I like kept, a real. I, when I when I recorded mine, I would I would play four measures of groove, then do four measures of fills. So I didn't. I figured you wouldn't want my my groove interfering with the next clips. Uh, with the next clips soloing, you know? Yeah. So next I think it, time, I was next trying time to make I'll, it next time I'll just I'll do the four measures of fill and then not go back into a beat afterwards, just hit a crash. You know what I'm also gonna do is maybe next time we do it, have everybody record their clips and then give me one solid sustained cymbal crash. Like just and yeah. that's it. And then I can put that in, drop that in. Um, I had to be pretty creative with that. Yeah. <laughs> but I worked. mean, I feel like even if you just tell everybody to not play a groove, go back into a beat after their fill, I feel like yeah. that would help too. Well, that's why it might work to get like a, a shed, um, like backing track to play to. Yeah. You know? Um, so we have to work on that. Uh, anyways, it was really fun, man. It was really fun. That was like, it consumed a lot of my time um, trying to get everybody to do it. And then trying to it for the most part, everybody was pretty much down. Everybody was like, I'm all in. There was a few drummers that just straight ghosted. There's a few drummers that were like, yeah, man, I want to do it. And then they didn't do it. Um, and so yeah. whatever, dude, like people, you don't want to do it. Just say you don't want to do it. But like some people just can't, like people don't have access to studios and stuff. Um, yeah, so, times are crazy, you know. They might have intended to, and then something came up, or I don't right. Know. Yeah, so it what it worked out though. I cannot believe more people aren't doing this. This is like it was so fun. Yeah, I don't think I've it, ever seen one of these where it's like, me either. Remote. And I thought everybody would be doing this. 
I've seen like the 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 Vic Fur thing, like where they're they're like there. It's like a collab. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen, and then I've seen a million of these like COVID rock band or like whatever band jam things. I've yeah. done a bunch of them. Yeah. Um. But this, uh, just a just a straight virtual shed was so much fun, man. I want to do it again. Yeah. So much fun. I wish I had time to set up my my vessel drums because I just did it. I like when I recorded mine. It was like squeezing it in between some students. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't well. Wasn't my ideal what, setup, but. That was what was what was difficult is some of them like our first clip I say a skill is like really produced like really produced like very like reverbed out like cameras on like zooming in like multiple camera angles and then like you had like me you I think me Madden uh, I don't know I, I don't know do you didn't have everything Mike did you was it just from your camera. I had a an overhead and a kick. Yeah, so like me and Madden were like pretty produced, like yeah. everything mic'd, you know, and stuff like that. And then you had all the way that to like you and Kevin had like one or two mics, I think. Yeah. And then like Tosh is like a GoPro, which is a little bit better than a cell phone. And then like some of, you had cell like phones, some yeah. of the other guys were just pure cell phones, you know? Yeah, that was, yeah doing the audio is tricky that made it kind of weird but then i'm getting like the feedback i'm getting is like people like that people are like it's really cool to hear the differences the different sounds in on the kits like everybody's sound is different you know yeah it's true so that that kind of adds to it it's so cool to be able to shed on your own with like that many people on your own drums yeah yeah, you don't true. have to like jump on somebody else's kit that's like too high or too low or set up all weird, like you know. So very cool, really cool. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know, man. I'm pumped on this. I'm really pumped on this video, and like, it's not getting as many likes, but it's it still is like something unique that we've done, and yeah. um, yeah, it's really cool. Um. So, anyways, um, okay. <laughs> I might as well get into the story now. Uh oh. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that right now. I mean, if I'm going to start talking about what I've been up to, it's going to lead to it one way or another. <laughs> might as well get it out of the way. <laughs> might as well get it out of the way, Phil. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, like I said, things have gone bad to worse out here. We're just. Um, we're just trying to, I'm like laying low and still quarantining kind of thing. You know, we, we, we're trying to just do the, do, do what we're supposed to, I guess you, if you, if you guys like start talking about it's a made up thing and all that stuff, just don't bother. We're not going there. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, my wife and I, our thing is like, Hey, let's go to the beach. Let's like go get grounded. That's what my wife calls it. Like, putting your walking around on natural nature's earth and putting your feet in the sand and all that jazz. Well, my wife doesn't like getting thrown under the bus, so I'm going to try my best to not throw her under the bus, but basically I'm throwing her under the bus. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We get in these stinking situations, Phil, where I'm like, I don't know how we made it out of that. Yeah. Um, Like, here's what happened. My wife texts me, I'm, I'm working on, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm working at home. 
working on like the video, probably the shed video or something. And I'm like kind of laying low. It's kind of hot out. I'm, I'm over it. My wife gets done with work and she's like at the beach and she's just like, man, the beach is so nice right now. I wish you could come here with our swimsuits. So I'm like, you want me to come with our swimsuits? She is like, she's for some reason she's already home and she's like, oh, well, I would have wanted you to come with the swimsuits, but I'm already home. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you, what do you want to do now? And she's like, I kind of want to go back. Do you want to go back to the beach? And I'm like, all right, forget it. Let's just go. So I put down the computer, throw on our swim trunks, get our like little lunchbox. We're going to have a date at the beach. We're going to go walk. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a nice time. We're going to have a couple drinks. Talk about things. We get to the beach. Okay, first of all, like Carlsbad and Oceanside are beyond crowded. I'm not going there. It's like everyone and their mother's there with an umbrella and no mask. I've already been on a soapbox about masks. So gross. Yeah, I'm not trying to be at the beach swimming with a bunch of fools that got the Ronas. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we go to Lucadia. Lucadia is like just a little further south. Um, it's a nice beach. We get there, million surfers in the water, a bunch of people on the beach. So we're like, let's walk down here. She's like, she's constantly telling me she wants to take me to this stinking beach. And she's like, it's so awesome. It's like my favorite beach in San Diego. Let's go. It's down this way. So I'm like, okay, let's go. So we start walking. Um, I'm like, man, there's not much like beach. It's like up against a cliff. And like the waves are kind of like the water's definitely up to the, cl- like the, the sand is like wet, you know? Like, so the waves have been up to that cliff. So she's like, no, it's fine. I was just here earlier today. Come on, let's keep going. So Uh-oh. I'm like, okay. So we keep walking. We get to this one part where it's like there's rocks, like a rock cliff that like kind of fell away and it's like in the water still. So we have to like kind of climb on the rocks. And then so I have like a bad ankle. You've heard me talk about it a million times. It's hard for me to climb rocks. It's hard for me to walk on the sand, but it is what it is. Like I, so I'm like kind of taking my time walking on, trying to climb all fours on this rock. Boom. The waves crash into this thing and just, I'm drenched soaking wet. Oh, and so we're like, okay, ha ha ha. That's oh, it's yeah, man. Oh, you got wet. Oh, dang. Okay. I'm like, well, we wanted to get in the water. So whatever, let's just keep it going. We keep walking. She's like, it's just right. It's like right there. It's like 50 more feet, 30 more feet. So it's getting to the point where it's like, dude, the waves are coming and like the waves are crashing into us. So there's like one point where I'm like, I'm getting nervous, dude. And I'm like climbing on somebody's stairs, like up to their house. And I'm like waiting and like waiting for the like wave to come. And then she like dips. She's like, she goes around this like bush, like this rock area. When the waves like go away, she like runs over there. And now she's like on the beach. I'm stuck on this thing. Like, oh no, dude, uh, maybe we just go back. She's like, babe, just come on. Then another guy runs by. Oh, you're fine. There's rocks over there, like 30 feet. Just, just, you can make it. So I'm like, all right, let's just do it. Go around the bush. Keep walking. Dude, we get to this part where it like, it looks like it used to be a pier or something. So it's like a concrete wall. Uh huh. We're up against this wall. The waves are like just pounding that wall dude we're getting like pounded so we get to this like bend 
My wife is like, oh my gosh, this is getting crazy. Boom, a wave hits her. She falls. Her glasses fly off. They oh, go into the no. ocean. They're gone. Oh. She's on her butt. She's soaking wet now. She's just like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, babe, we got to get out of here. Like, I'm kind of panicking a little bit. And so I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, if we turn around, that was already like pretty crazy. That was like, not to sound like a, a Californian, but that was gnarly going that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So like, maybe we just power through or maybe we can like find somebody's stairs and just say, I'm sorry. We, we, I'm sorry that we're in your yard, but we got trapped. We're dumb. Okay. So my instinct is like, let's power through. Well, yeah. at this point, dude, the waves are like powerfully crashing into the wall and like slamming us into the wall. Oh man. Into the cliff. So I'm like, I'm, I'm panicking, but I'm holding like an ice chest. I'm holding my phone. I'm holding my towel. So I'm like, okay, I get on some like little step on this wall and I'm walking along that. I'm just like hoping a wave doesn't just like plow me off and then suck me into the ocean. And then there's like a higher step. I can climb on the cliff and kind of climb my way to these stairs that go into these people's yard that is like up on top of the cliff. I step on that higher step and it's like pure algae, dude. Oh no. <laughs> pure algae, like slippery algae. Dude, I am like slipping like, oh boy, oh, whoa, 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 boom. A wave comes, crashes into me. I fall on my butt in the water, sunglasses off, floating away in the ocean. Oh. Phone, phone is like submerged into the water. Thankfully, it's an iPhone and it's not, it doesn't get damaged. Every, everything that I have from top to bottom is covered in water. Ugh. Like I am drenched. The ice chest is like an ice, it's like a, a lunchbox, like, like, uh, but it's, it's made out of like fabric. Uh huh. It's soaking wet. Soaking wet. <laughs> And I'm, my wife is like, babe, babe, are you okay? She, I mean, dude, it's freaking like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to, I don't, we, I don't know if we're going to make it. Like, we might have to swim because the waves are, are crashing so hard into us up against this cliff. They're like pounding us. Damn. And I'm just like, what the heck are we doing? I'm like, what are we doing? We both lost our sunglasses. There's like some baby seals now that are like finally have the prescription to wear some Ray-Ban sunglasses. And like, here we are. Like, oh my gosh, so stupid. So I'm like, I fall. I'm like, I'm not hurt. I didn't break anything. But because of my bad ankle, so my, my bad foot, 12 screws, you've heard the story, all that stuff. I f like I'm so paranoid of falling on that foot so like subconsciously that I favor my other foot when I fell. So I landed on my other foot and totally like hyperextended that foot oh. and like pulled the like muscle or tendon or whatever off of the bone. Oh. And so I didn't notice cuz my adrenaline was so high. So I'm like we have to get out of here and so we like stopped on this like little step and we like put the phones in the ice chest so that they don't float away like our glasses we kind of regrouped my wife like put the towels on her purse wrapped them around and then i'm like let's just go back let's just take our time let's try to just power through and not get swept away and so my wife is like scaling the cliff like sideways 
and I'm just like in the water, like I know how to swim. I'll just ditch this ice chest. So if it, if it gets me out in the ocean, I'll just go past the waves and swim. Like I'll just backstroke it until I get to another part of the beach. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so I start noticing as I'm walking, like, I think I hurt myself. My wife's like, I'm so sorry, babe. And I'm just like, it's fine. I'm like, we didn't know it was going to be that bad. And I'm just like, but I think I hurt my foot really bad. And so, dude, I don't know how we made it back. We made it back to like the normal beach and <laughs> my foot is just pounding, dude. It's oh. just pounding. And so I, I get, we have to hike up this cliff to go back to our car. And like, we get to the car, we're covered in sand and just water and just, oh my God. And so, yeah, my foot has been wrapped in a, a like ace bandage now for the past couple, the past week or since, since last Tuesday, I think it was. And, um, that's it. Now I'm limping around with both foot injuries. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Well, I'm, um, I'm glad you guys are okay, you know, in the grander scheme. Dude, one of the craziest situations I've been in, it probably wasn't that bad, but it was super scary. Dude, it gets sketchy when the when the tide comes in. Yeah. Like if 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 you're caught out there trying to like along cliff sides and the tide comes in, it's it gets sketchy really quick. I don't know what the heck we were thinking, but my wife was like, I don't know why I thought this would be okay. She's like, I've, this is my like third attempt to try to get you to come to my, the beach that I like. And it's failed every time. Man. So she's like, just forget it. I'm like, I don't ever want to go back to this beach. This beach sucks. And, um, dang dude, we're walking back. Like we're, I'm, I'm born and raised in California. I, I mean, I'm born and raised in like Southern California. My wife has basically lived here most of her life. She was born in Massachusetts, but anyways, um, we were walking back and these people were sitting on the beach and they were just like, they're just like, what happened to them, dude? They're like, man, they, it wasn't like, like they were pointing and laughing. It was like genuine concern. Like, oh man, it looks like they got waterlogged. Like, look at them. And I'm just imagining us walking back. We're drenched. We're still holding, like, my wife is holding, like, a bag. It's sopping wet of water. Like, I'm limping. And, like, all squinty without your glasses. Like, they have no glasses. Like, They're like, what are they wearing glasses? Like, <laughs> it's like, we look like we're total castaways or something, dude. Just like, my shirt is drenched. Her, she's wearing a sweatshirt. It's drenched. Like, complete mess, dude. Just a complete mess. They're just complete. Like, I hear them talking like, oh, man, it looks like they got waterlogged. Oh, man, I hope they're okay. Oh, and I'm man. just, like, looking like, don't talk to me. Just don't just talk don't. to me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, that's All a, right, that's so, a great anyways, story. That's, that's my soapbox of the week. My foot hurts right now. Oh. At least it's my hi-hat foot. And it doesn't hurt if I can, like, I can walk, but I have to walk, like, with without my heel on the floor so like tippy toe dang dude that sucks Irritating, i ain't dude. trying to hear that right now dude i've gotten into so many situations like this with my wife dude like like there was another time when we were in hawaii and um I, have you ever been to hawaii i have not oh my gosh phil you don't know what you're missing it's beautiful i've heard nothing but great things except oh man except the whole jurassic park thing <laughs> Um, so we went to Maui. There's a place, there's a thing called road to Hana. 
And it's like just like a mountain road that takes you up to the most beautiful paradise places you've ever seen, ever. Mm. Like if you think about paradise, that's what this looks like. It's like waterfalls and beautiful jungles and bamboo forests. And like it's amazing. The road to go up to Hana is sketchy, though. It's like basically a driveway, windy one lane road. When I say one lane, it's like there's parts where if there's another car coming, one of you has to back up. Dang. Um, and there's a cliff on one side going straight down, and then there's a cliff going straight up on the other side. So you there's and there's no guardrail, so it's really dangerous. Nice. Okay. Well, anyways, we decided to rent a scooter and ride the road to Hana. Um, wasn't a bad idea. It was really fun, but everybody's like, okay, get started early, go up there early, and then do not ride back in the dark. Go like five o'clock, six o'clock at the latest, start riding back down the mountain. We're like, okay, cool. Well, we left late, Uh-oh. <laughs> like typical us. We get to the top of the mountain, the very top, and it's like 6.30. Oh, no. And then my <laughs> wife is like, I want to see this waterfall. Everybody's been talking about this waterfall, and it's at the very tip top of this mountain. So let's just go to the waterfall really quick, and then we'll ride down. And I'm like, they said to start riding down at like 5 or 6. It's 6.30. Let's go. Oof. No, I just got to see the waterfall. I'm like, fine, let's go. So we we don't know that it's nine more miles to ride to this waterfall. Uh, so I ride nine more miles in, like not down the mountain, like further up the mountain. <laughs> and then we park at the state park and then we have to hike two miles, two <laughs> miles in to see the, to see the waterfall. I didn't know we had to hike two miles in. I thought you park here, you go see the waterfall, you start riding back. So I'm in flip flops and I'm full on hiking, dude. And it, okay. 6.30 at the top, and then we have to ride more nine more miles, then we have to hike two miles in. And then we get there, the sun is like completely down, we snap a picture, and then we like start hiking back, pitch black, dude. It's like, you cannot see anything, we're in a bamboo forest, you cannot see anything, dude. If you're hiking in the day, it would seem like it was dark because of all the shadows, it is pitch black, we're hiking back, dude, in flip-flops. <laughs> I'm like volcano rock. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so we get like my wife has like a little tiny, teeny, tiny, like Harbor Freight um flashlight. Literally saved our life. I'm like, I don't know how we're gonna get back. Everybody's gone, dude. Everybody follows the rule of start heading down at six. Rangers are gone. The rangers are gone. Like, you ain't I ain't, I ain't gonna go down that mountain in the nighttime. I'm going down right now. So we get back and it's just like, we have to ride a freaking scooter down this hill with no guardrail. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Dude. So I'm like, okay, babe, let's just take our time. Even if I'm going five miles an hour, we'll just go very, very slow. We'll just turn the high beams on and we'll just take our time. It's an adventure, right? It's an adventure. <laughs> like, yeah, it's an adventure. So we start riding. Start riding in pitch black darkness. And I start feeling raindrops falling on my head. Yes. And it starts torrential downpouring, dude. At one point, I'm wearing my snorkeling mask over my helmet or under my helmet of this scooter because I cannot see. It is pouring 
like dumping water on us, riding down the road to Hana at night in the pouring down rain. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Dude, I was so stressed. It was exactly the same feeling as the beach. Like exactly the same. I was like, dear God, if we make it out of this, please just help us make it. Like, and we got back to the hotel and we were exhausted, dude, exhausted. Like it felt like we rode a bicycle up and down the mountain. Jeez. Oh my gosh. It was nuts, dude. There was some, I'm like, we've been in so many of these dumb situations. We need to stop. Like when I say it's time to go back, we're doing that from now on. Cause now I'm here <laughs> with a hurt good. foot and we're all scraped up and like, oh my gosh, oh, dude. There's some good stories though. <laughs> yeah that's the thing we live through it and then i'm like we tell these stories forever but like in the heat of the moment it's like dude what do we what have we like we could have died yeah i don't want you oh. guys ending up on unsolved mysteries <laughs> exactly <laughs> i was like and and like the beach story was like there was nobody around there was like we were going away from the crowd and so everybody else was like don't go over there because the waves are crashing into the cliff not us go into the waves that are crashing on the cliff <laughs> so stupid dude so stupid <laughs> well oh if my you gosh. guys did want to go back to that that beach that she likes you can look up the tides like there's well i know it, it tells you what time it's coming in and everything our luck though dude we'd get there and then the tide would come in and then we're trapped again yeah well only if you time it bad Oh gosh. Well, I'm just not going. I'm going to another beach. I don't like that beach, dude. So stupid. All right. Anyways, that was kind of a second soapbox. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Freaking road to Hana, dude. Pouring down. Do you know what I felt like when it started raining? I was like, oh no. Please tell me this situation is not going from bad to worse. I'm already scared out of my mind, and now I have to ride a janky little scooter in the pouring down Hawaiian tropical rain. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> down a mountain. Like, I would be scared to ride down Big Bear in the rain. This was like riding down somebody's driveway for like two hours. It was nuts, dude. That's we should have went the other way. I heard you can go. It's, it is an island, so you could just go the opposite way, and then it takes you the other way around the island, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, that was some years ago, though. Seven? Is that what you said? No, some years ago. Some Probably years. seven years ago. Um, yeah. So, anyways, that's what happened to me. I've been like, like icing my foot and keeping it elevated and kind of trying not to walk on it. And um, that's been my life for the past couple weeks. So it's shoot. It's not that bad, but it's it's it hurts really bad. It's like, yeah, it's pretty bad. So, anyways, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, though, like, it is, we are pretty adventurous, my wife and I, and um, so we kind of keep it, we just got to keep it interesting, right, Phil? We just got to keep it interesting. Yeah. I like it. Um, you guys like to go, I, I miss hiking. I used to go hiking and stuff. I feel like... Uh, dude, now's a, now's a good time to go hiking, because you this way you can stay away from people, and, like, you're outdoors, and... Yeah, if it wasn't, like, time. 90 degrees out. Yeah, well, that... And there's like when it's hot, there's tons of bugs everywhere. They won't leave you alone. Yeah, and hiking with little kids is definitely different. <laughs> yeah, you got to put Milo in a backpack, and then he's too big. He won't do the backpack thing anymore. Really? Yeah. Dang, I feel like I don't know that kid at all, and he's like, 
Yeah, he's getting big. Yeah. He's starting to say words and stuff. Jeez. Nuts. Um, yeah, I've been dying to go camping, man. Like, I'm, I've been dying to travel. I just, I don't like this not being able to travel thing. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of which, another thing that dropped this week is um, a new song with um, Western Standard Time that I played on, Woo! reggae song. Um, when this whole pandemic started, I had a recording session. That was like the first thing that I did. And yeah, I, and so I think it might've been a soapbox. It was. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what's the rush kind of thing. But anyways, that song came out. It's pretty good. A lot of notes. <laughs> the band has a lot of notes, man. A lot of notes. Yeah. It's like a lot of horn players that just want to be heard, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be so, like I say I'm so outspoken about this band and I feel bad like and then the dude gets bummed like <laughs> the dude cops got so bummed at me yesterday and he was like he was like um he texted me because okay so so <laughs> so stupid so I just love once, how you're like oh yeah it's the song came out it's pretty good it's good I had a soapbox on about it. There's a lot of horn players that just want to be heard. <laughs> I, like, I should I should ease up a little bit you on know this how guy because it, it bums him out. You just know how to sell it. I know, I know. It's good. Everybody's like, it sounds huge and it sounds so great. And man, you played so well. And I'm like, thanks. But it's just like it's. I love traditional ska and I love reggae. But the thing is, like, I I voice my opinion about certain things, you know, and like. All I'm saying is this is definitely a horn driven band and they like, it's very noticeable when you hear this. It's not a bad thing, especially if you're a horn player, but coming from a rhythm section guy, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You guys want to freaking be heard. You're playing over the guitar solo. <laughs> you're literally playing over the guitar solo. You're playing over the guitar solo. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not bad. Okay. I know I'm not selling it. I know I'm being kind of a jerk and I feel bad, but I'm just saying, what I'm saying yesterday, one of the, the old singer posted a video and it's me playing the intro song and it's so ridiculously fast. It's so fast. And you're just, you just don't play like that kind of music that fast. It doesn't have any groove, but that's the, how fast I was instructed to play it. And so I was very vocal. I'm like, man, it's so stupid fast. Why is it? Why do we have to play it so fast? I wasn't saying this band sucks and like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I was just saying, why do we got to play it that fast? I, I feel dumb playing this music that fast. Yeah. And, and then I got a text like, Hey man, are we cool? I'm just sensing like some, some like bad vibes. Are you everything? All right. And I'm just like, bro, are you reading into things again? I'm like, everything's fine, dude. Like there's no problem. And he's just like, okay, good to hear. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I just, it's not my band. I'm just hired to play in it, you know? Yeah. So if it was my band, I would do things a lot differently. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the song is, it, it just dropped. And I don't, I don't remember what it's called, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can remember. I don't even, Tunnel Vision. It's called Tunnel Vision. Oh, God. <laughs> Tunnel Vision. It's called Tunnel Vision. It's on Instagram. <laughs> it's on Facebook and it's on SoundCloud. You could listen to it and it's going to be dope. I'm, I'm freaking stupid, dude. 
All right, Phil, let's take a break and let's come back with Ricky Fitness. Oh, yeah. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. Funky Phil. Yes. Dude, it's been a long time coming. For real. (laughs) We're so pumped. We have like, dude, this dude's popular. This dude's a phenomenal drummer. This dude, we go way back. I'm going to read his bio, just the top, just the beginning of the bio on the, on the wiki, the fandom <laughs> Aquabats wiki it says Ricky fitness is the drummer for the Aquabats and is probably the healthiest one of them. <laughs> he uses super speed and super knowledge of fitness to fight crime and win the girl in parentheses. He's won so many girls. <laughs> Please welcome to the show, Ricky Falmore. Or as you know him, Ricky Fitness. Oh boy! Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, Ricky, what is going on? How are you, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. We're so pumped. Like, there's okay. First of all, like I was saying earlier on the show, this is the most listener questions we've had um, ever what? out of any guest, dude. We've had a lot of drummers on the show, and like the most listener questions we've had. So that's dope. Phil Sun has a question for you. Mm-hmm. That's dope. We've never had that before either. Phil, like Phil Sun has never even known one drummer that's come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I like your son already. Yes. <laughs> and how, how does Felix, or I mean, my, uh, yeah, Felix. Felix is six now, but I think he was six. watching the show. He started watching the show when he was four or five. Right so yes. There. So awesome. Awesome. you're the drummer for the Aquabats. You um, you've played in like a sort of Jelly Beans and a, and a couple others, a bunch of other bands. Um, but you're most known for the Aquabats, and then you're yes. on the Aquabats Super Show. Yes, um, yes. One of the superheroes, one of the characters. Um, you had a lot to do with Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, you played drums on Yo Gabba Gabba too. All so did you. So did you. Yeah, but that oh, I don't matter. No one cares. Remind me that. to remind me to send you the video. I have the video of you guys in the studio. It's awesome. Oh, nice. I the other day, I was going to send it to you. Oh man, I would love to see that. That They're was really that cool. was a long time ago. That was yeah. so funny, man. That was like that was one of those things where we were like in the middle. You and we've toured together, and you've seen you've seen how you've seen us in like yep. whatever you know, just hanging out after the show, having beers, whatever. But um, 
so we showed up what back then you know we didn't care about nothing we were just like yeah whatever man like we're just having fun and we showed up thinking it was like some cable access like b or c show kind of thing like somebody's garage yeah. i did not expect it to be like what it was and we you know, showed I up think, i don't think anyone did to be honest dude with you. it was like the most full-on like we've done like commercials and like whatever tv spots or whatever this was like the most full-on thing i've ever done as far as tv goes it was so crazy full-on set built like full-on like full boom cameras like cameras on the train track things like it was the realest deal like it was full it was like in a giant hangar there was chair like actors chairs for us with our names on them it was super crazy dude super. you know uh it still going to work like during that time period it never felt real it always i'd walk in there and it was like what oh that's right we're we're, we're doing a tv show it was just crazy it was real it's a real experience for sure dude so like i don't i mean it's it's hard to even know where to start but like i sure. i just know like okay let me let me say this so okay you know me i've i've been i'm i'm i i play a lot of ska and reggae music i kind of i don't i don't want to say i'm a purist but i like traditional ska i like you know old school reggae i was playing in that old school reggae band um and so back in the day when I would hear the Aquabats, I was just like, oh, come on, dude. Like, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean that in like a super negative way. It's because I was the one that was ignorant and didn't know, but I was kind of like, dude, don't make, don't make a joke out of this music. This is like, this is tough music, you know? And this is like, so I, I did that mostly with like a lot of the third wave bands. Sure. You um, know that the genre is misrepresented in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. So and I so, can understand where you're coming from with that for sure. And, and it was like, it wasn't like I was like, I listened to, when I listened to the music, I wasn't like, this sucks. I was like, it's, it's good, but it's just not, it's not my thing. And I sure. was always like, kind of like, come on guys. Like, why are you making like wearing costumes and like, why? Okay. We, then our, our manager or whatever, our agent, like put us on a tour with you guys. And I was like, dude, come on. Like, we're serious about this music and we're going to put us on with Aquabats. Like, Why? <laughs> Dude, Two worlds collided. Dude, we did this tour and like it was the stinking coolest thing ever. Like the first of all, the shows were amazing. The shows Corey, were I'll say I'll say this. Let me interrupt you. Sorry. To this day, that was one of my favorite tours. And I you guys were late to your first show. Uh-huh. I remember this. And I just remember coming out of the dressing room and you guys were on stage. You guys were in a rush, and I just I, my mind was blown. And I, told <laughs> I think myself, I remember that. I'm like, I want to be in this band. That, that's, <laughs> I want to be in that band. And that's the same, the same. I've only said that about another band and it was the Aquabats. Wow. So that's pretty, yeah, that tour was incredible. That was, yeah. I remember that show. It, it was yeah. like every nightmare that I ever have, like of me showing up late and then I don't have sticks and I have to play with like French fries or something like <laughs> you guys had that rad intro too, just like, dun, dun. Oh dude, it was so good. I just, oh, yeah. My mind was blown. Yeah. It was well, rad. anyways, like we dude, I remember watching the show and I was like, Oh, like I get it. Okay. I get it. Like, this is not what I thought. This is not like a mockery of ska music or it doesn't even, in, it's not even the same world as that. Sure. It's like, it's so incredible. First, it's like, 
you can see, like, I'm like freaking out. It's like the concept, the whole superhero thing. Why hasn't any other band thought of that? It's amazing. The best idea ever. Like your show is like, it's, it's just, it's so, it's like, I, there's no way to explain it. You just have to see it. If you watch it the card, it takes a break man to put on tight clothes like that <laughs> exactly so dude that was the thing hanging out with you guys i was like oh okay these are like socal guys like they're just like us like skateboarding surfing like whatever they're in the in the similar music they're it, it's the same it's the same i'm like all my friends are just like all these guys and like hanging out with you guys it was like this is the f- most fun i've ever had the show is the the funniest thing and the coolest thing I've ever seen a band ever do ever. And like, I feel like that even now when people are like, what's the Aquabats? I'm like, bro, you don't even know, dude. You do not even know. It is like it's so hard to explain to answer that question. What, what type yeah. of music do you play? Um, and I'm like, Hmm, how do I answer this? Like what, yeah. what, which era do I talk about? Where, what direction do I go in? So Basically, we're superheroes, and then yeah, I do say that. <laughs> and then they look me up and down, and they're like, "You?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's so cool, man!" And so, so like you, you have a hand in a lot of that stuff. Like, take us through. First of all, like your guys' show, like your drumming. There's a lot more going on than just okay. Here's the song one, two, three, four. Let's go. Sure. It's like there's a lot of dialogue in between songs. Do you guys have like writers, comedy writers? Is everything like scripted out? Do you guys like rehearse all the stuff? Like, how does this work? So I would say that's probably why we're still doing it and why people may still come out to our shows is because none of that is scripted. There may be a wow. few like marquee jokes that we always do because they're like, they're funny. Mm-hmm. But most everything happens real time and we feed off the energy of the audience. If there's, if, and our singer, the back commander is so good with like interacting with the audience and like yeah. making everyone feel like they're part of the show. To me, that's why that's where the value is at. And that's why people come back because it's, it's never the same. Yeah. There's a handful of jokes that we will always say till the day we stop playing, mm-hmm. but none of that is usually scripted. And, from the first show to the last show on tour, it's going to be different and it wow. evolves. Like, you know, it, go, it stems from going shopping on a day off and finding this crazy costume that's like, I'm not, look at this rabbit buffalo head. Oh my God, that'd be <laughs> off on stage. Cool. Like, what's his, what's his name? What does he do? What, where did he come from? So, and you guys know, being like the support band on that tour, we use a lot of the bands also. Like, you right. know, so that's what's super fun too. So, it's definitely Man. not scripted. The only thing that's scripted is our set list usually, and our videos are kind of loosely synced to um, to our songs. But other than that, I think it's pretty much a lot of improv goes on there. That is so crazy. So yeah, dude, Bat Commander, it's one of a kind guy, dude. There, I've never met a dude like that guy, man. Constantly, <laughs> constantly thinking about how to make it better, and Man. I gotta give that to him. For sure. That is like a, a bona fide genius, man. Like, yeah, I'll give you that. 100%. He could have a, he could have a career in comedy. Like he could have a career. I mean, he has a career as a singer and a producer and star of the TV show. And I mean, so many creator of Yo Gabba Gabba too. Right. 
Um, yeah, so he he definitely uh, he co-created that with his cousin Scott Schultz. Um, wow, and yeah, you, it's it's crazy. Just you can see, you can see he's always thinking, like always, how yeah. to make it better, how to make it funnier. That's not big enough. Like wow. you know, we, we play a show and we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get paid X amount of dollars to play this festival. We'll probably spend most of that money on making the show off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where we're at so wow pretty rad i remember when we did yo gabba gabba and it, it was like we it, the laugh like you see us and we're all like goofy laughing like especially me like I'm, yeah I, I can't hold back like smiling or laughing but people don't know that he was on a mega 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 horn like yelling at us but he was being so funny, like the stuff that he was saying. I don't remember specifically what he was saying, but the laughter was real. I, yes. I was just shaking my head and laughing like, dude, this guy is like on another level. You just keep that smile up, Corey, and blah, blah, blah. Like just telling us jokes while we're playing the song, you know? <laughs> so funny, man. So funny. Yeah. Um, so um, what about the Aquabat Super Show? So that like, was that a creation from from the whole band. Um, and then like, what, what is your part in that? Do you do some of the writing? Do you just do a lot of the acting? Like, what is your, I mean, obviously you play one of the characters, so. Sure. Um, so with the Aquabat super show that, that has kind of been, I, I would say a long-term goal. Like there had been many attempts, not many attempts. There were several attempts at making a TV show from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, a lot of the, the partners, it just wasn't right. It didn't line up. And, so we kind of shifted gears into doing Yo Gabba first. We're like, hey, well, there's nothing good on TV. Um, Christian thought, like, I want to watch something awesome with my kids. Like, all the shows are lame for kids. So then that's where Yo Gabba came from. And then uh, that kind of paved the way for the weirdness of the Aquabat show. And it kind of, mm-hmm. like, it, it kind of, you know, people were listening at that point. Like, well, Yo Gabba Gabba's doing well. Like, well, what's next? The Aquabat show. So then we did the Aquabat show. And and that, the uniqueness of the whole thing is it's very DIY. And nice. us being musicians, we write a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also use friends like uh, Warren Fitzgerald helped write the theme song. Wow. Um, from the Vandals. And then our, our really good friend, Matt Gorney is like um, a super awesome, talented musician. He does a lot of the scoring and he writes a lot of the songs as well, as well as the band members. So we, we do a lot of composing songwriting. And then we also, we're, we have our characters in the show. Wow. I don't, I don't feel comfortable writing a full episode, um, but our characters are loosely based, loosely based on ourselves. So if something doesn't feel right, we, we have the freedom to be like, Hey, I'd probably say it like this. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's very DIY and, and it's, it's kind of loose and I'm sure you could see that in the show, you know, I, f- but, I feel like it's, um, it's, it's smart. Like it's, it's also like, it's kind of timeless. It takes you back to like how cartoons and kids shows were when we were little kids where there was like, like we always said when we when I was when I was in Agrilites, we were like always saying, you know, when we were kids, we had like Sesame Street with like Stevie Wonder on the show or like right? Herbie Hancock or something, like real musicians. Sure. And like we would get like really good music, man, like really good funk stuff on there and stuff. And so we felt like, man, 
here's these guys, you know, like, like I was saying how I felt just based on like not knowing anything. And here's these guys that are bringing that mentality back and putting real music for kids, like real good music and real funny stuff and real creative stuff. It's not dumbed down like sparkly colors and stuff. It's like real good stuff for kids. And there's always like some jokes in there for the parents. Like the parents could watch the show and it's still funny for them too. It's great, at, man. It's at really the end cool. of the at the end of the day, kids don't need to be talked down to at all right. because they're smarter than us. We don't know it, but they are. <laughs> so yeah. why talk down to them like that? Why not enjoy the show with them? They like the same music you like, and you mm-hmm. can see it now with how far kids have come with music. Right? Like kids are nine years old making hit songs in the room, basically. You know, exactly. so. And that's like a product of like listening to good music with your kids. Like why, why, why talk to them like they're imbeciles? <laughs> Excuse me for yeah. that word. You know, no. they're not smart. And it's true. Yeah. That's, that's like what a lot of us can use in our teaching too, is like, we always, you know, when you watch kid videos for, or, or kid drum lessons, it's like that. It's super dumbed down. But right? that's one thing I've noticed with you, Phil, like when we, we were teaching at the same place and I would hear Phil teaching them like Tower Power songs. And I'm like, dude, that's like a 12-year-old kid. How can he learn that? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, that's you don't need to like dumb it down for them. You can teach them real stuff and it's like they're going to vibe off of it because it's great. You know, that's super interesting because I, I've had the the opportunity to teach a few young kids. And my thing is make it fun. Like you don't want to like not have fun playing drums because that's the whole reason you're doing it. So I would always say like, Hey, what songs do you eventually want to play? Like what, what music do you like? What bands do you, what do you really want to play? And the song choices were were like, Oh, I want to play this song by the descendants. I'm like, what? Yeah. All right. right." So it's awesome. I love that. Dude, t- kids taking a lesson from you, oh my gosh. Their brains just must be like melting. Like, I cannot believe this is happening. <laughs> it's freaking I, I, awesome. I really should do more of it. And I really would like to look into like doing more of it because um, it's really fun. It's awesome. Yeah. It's rewarding. It's fun. And then you see them come a long way. It's like, dude, that's you're so pumped for them, you know? Right. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so one more question for me. Um, let's talk about this helicopter drum set that you played on, on the show. <laughs> oh, that's like yeah. one of the most, like, that's, I mean, one of the most viewed pictures on online or whatever for, for stuff that you've done. Um, you've had a, a lot of cool, like concept things that you've done with the show or on stage, but that's one of the coolest things anybody's ever seen. It looks so sketchy, man. It, it was a little sketchy, especially for someone who's who's scared of heights, like really uh, have a crazy fear of heights. It was, uh, it was scary, for sure. Oh my gosh, that lo- that was so cool, man! It was like, you know, who gets to do stuff like that, you know? And it's like it just looked like it was like swaying, like it, it was. Oh man, I would have been scared. I would have. It done was. It. it was on a. It was on a boom like crane type thing, probably about twenty five thirty feet in the air. And I was strapped in this racing, like, Recaro seat belt thing. So, it, and it was suspended by a chain. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, shouldn't there be two chains in case that one breaks? <laughs> <laughs> but oh. it was, it was kind of, it was swaying back and forth because it had yet to make the illusion that I was flying through the air. And yeah, all the drums were super far away from me. 
So uh, I couldn't. So I'm like trying to play that thing. They're like, go crazy. Just go, cr- just make it look like you're doing a drum solo. I'm like, okay, but I could barely reach the drums. I'm going to do what I can. <laughs> and there's like no bass pedal and my feet are kind of flying everywhere. And I had to make it look like I was hitting the bass drum. Oh but man. I just woke up one morning after someone put that clip on the internet and I saw that it had like 380,000 views and then it just yep. kept going up like that. I, and that was our first like viral clip. Dude. Amazing. Yeah. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's like, you know, I, I mean, yeah, there's been, a, there's been some other ones. Like I was it, um, who was it that did like the roller coaster thing? Like, and then, uh, was it, was it Tommy Lee or somebody? And then like Travis Barker did the, like, where it Up, flipped upside, upside down, down. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's so gnarly. that that I feel like that's one of them. That your clip with the helicopter drums is like one of those crazy drum videos where you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> and what can somebody think of next? You know, it's so cool. Yeah, that was um, fun. We we had no idea that that would have like went viral or just got the popularity that it did. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, really, kinda man. Rad. You guys, you guys have done, you guys have done some stuff, man. That whole like you, the there's so many things, man. Like we can talk about all day, like Yo Gabba Gabba tour. That was just like massive, dude. Just tons of kids and their parents, you know, and like, um, just I mean, this is so cool. I want to, I want to go see you guys again, man. It's been a long time, and every time I go, I'm like, I want to go, but I don't want to get like dirty. <laughs> I don't want to get sprayed yeah. with stuff. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. That's why I'm behind the drums. <laughs> yeah, and my wife too. My wife was like, my wife was like wanting to go so bad. Like, and we just we it, it's when when everything was like normal. I was always either playing or just like I couldn't make it. But yeah, she's like, I want to go see the Aquabats too. Like, let's go. And I'm just like, ah, I know. Let's do it. Like, I want to go so bad. But yeah, well, it's. it's worth it worth the show like it's just such a great show every time you guys are welcome anytime you see us that's awesome um let's get into listener questions before we run out of time um so we have quite a few as i mentioned so let's let's do it drum brigade podcast drum brigade podcast Corey kingston funky phil ricky fitness on the line yo yo yeah um funky phil let's start with yours okay sweet so my son felix big fan of the uh, aquabats show he was wondering um if the lady with the long neck scared you let's see (laughs) i don't know that gave him nightmares right yeah felix she did not scare me but she broke my heart (laughs) I, i I still I'm a little heartbroken and I still haven't recovered from that. She didn't scare me. She scared everyone else though. Um, but I'm a little heartbroken because she doesn't like me. Yeah, that you <laughs> fell you fell in love with her, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. Oh so great. <laughs> Sorry. I gotta gather myself. Okay. <laughs> Next um, question. Th- this one is from Will Rambles. How does it feel drumming for the coolest band ever? Well, uh, you know what? I'll, I'm going to shoot straight on this one. When we're playing on stage and every show that we, it's, it's just, it's incredible. It's kind of, there's so many young kids out there now having such a good time. And it, you, I kind of get choked up every now and then because they're so 
exciting and it's so pure. It's it's awesome. And to see that yeah. over and over, it's a, it's a gift. It's a blessing. So I'm grateful for, for that, for sure. Yeah, that's really cool. You can, it, it like really comes across too on the shows. Like it, there's always a moment of like, it, it's funny, it's joking. It's the superhero thing is going on. There's always like, um, like a crisis that you guys are trying to solve, like on stage and all that stuff. It's so amazing. But then like, there's always that moment of like appreciation. A tender moment. The fans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you guys take times with time with the fans and, and that's cool. You guys have like crazy rabid fans for you guys it's really cool man um we're blessed for sure we're lucky this one is there's some funny ones and then there's some like just i think people genuinely want to know and like so this is 80s lily why are you so rad (laughs) my mommy made me that way (laughs) that's a great Um, that's a great answer (laughs) that's all i got (laughs) that's cool okay uh zp4 zp underscore 480 who was Ricky's first love? Hmm. Well, that was, oh gosh, actually my daughter. Oh man, <laughs> that's great. My daughter. That's great. Um, so this one is, she has five, four questions here for you. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah, they're all legit. So this is Lexi Kilt. How? <laughs> All right. Um, it says, "Are the Aquabats still making episodes?" At the moment, we are not because of everything that has happened. Yeah, um, we, we're kind of in a holding pattern with everything, so we don't have any new episodes working at the moment. But we have some plans. So yeah, definitely um, some stuff to work on. That's cool. Uh, which episode was your favorite? Same person. Oh, um, I love season one, Floating Eye of Death. That nice. episode to me was, uh, it came out great. Just the whole vibe of that one is just, it's really mysterious and spooky. And I love it. That Probably that one. That's cool. Yeah. Um, this was kind of similar to the other question. What was your, what was your favorite part of being on, on the Aquabats? I think she means in the Aquabats. What's your favorite part? Um, you know, the whole TV show thing is really fun to do. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of long hours and work. Personally, me, I love performing live and our live shows, getting to tour and play live shows. Yeah. Like that, put, that really puts you up there. You know, you, you come home afterwards from a tour, like, hmm, what do I do now? Yeah. You know? it, it's really cool. So probably like live shows and touring. And just having like the group is really good. We're all really good friends, man. Everyone's awesome in the band. It's like family. So just having that on stage too is another element that just makes the show awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah. I, I love that you guys do that too. Like you have a live show, you you go on tour, you you know, you make a living off of that, but then you have other avenues, the TV show and all of your merch. You have all kinds of it's it's like it's great. It's like the ska or like pop version of kiss <laughs> with right? more stuff. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, this is a good one. How long did it take you to learn the drums? So I'm still learning the drums to be honest with you. So um, I started playing at a young age, but I didn't get a drum set until I was in high school. So 
Wow. But to, the answer to that question is I'm, I, f- I feel like every good drummer is going to be always be learning. So yeah, I, I'm still learning to this day. Lots. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> probably uh, probably more now, more now that I know what, like what makes a good drummer. just, you got to work on that technique, man. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah. You do it well too, man. You, you definitely can play. And like, that's what, that's another thing I love. Like, you know, it's, you have all the the other elements, the the you know the costumes and the props and all that stuff, but then break down all that stuff away. You guys would still be a great band. You'd still be a great drummer, you know. And so that's that's dope. That means a lot coming from you, dude. From you guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've always I've always admired your playing, man, since oh, day one. So that means a lot. <laughs> well, if, if you like me, you should hear Funky Phil. He's really good. <laughs> oh, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen videos. Oh man! Um, all right, this one's from Golden Menace. Uh, when did you first meet the Aquabats, and what was your reaction to them? Um, okay, so I spoke on this earlier in the uh, um, conversation about me seeing them for the first time and saying that I want to be in this band. It was in Riverside at the barn, and nice. Um, I went to the show and I saw them playing on stage. And first of all, my, I, I said to myself, this is genius. Second of all, I'm like, I want to be in this band one day. Yeah. Little did I know that that would actually happen. I put it out in the universe and eventually years, years later it happened. So Dang. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. I actually physically said that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I want to be in this band and it eventually happened. It's kind of crazy. I want to play so, with Stevie Wonder. Okay, I'm putting it out there. Do it. <laughs> Put it out there one more time. I want to play with Stevie Wonder. Okay, good. Third time's a charm. Third time's okay. a charm. One more time. I would like to play with Stevie freaking Wonder. Yeah, there you go, dude. Boom. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. All right. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's the, the real, maybe. I don't know. I, well, before, okay. I always said I wanted to play like my dream gig would be Tom Petty. Like, I don't know why I'm not a huge fan of Tom Petty's music. Like I love Tom Petty's music, but I'm not like, I know every album, you know what I'm saying? And so I always thought, man, that would be just a great gig for me, man. Laid back, but still good drumming, you know, like, but I don't, don't have to do play like that. chops. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a great song. I would love to play that in an arena, you know? Right. Like, and so I'm like, but then he he passed away, and so I was just like, I guess that dream is never going to happen. But man, yeah, something I like that. Play, I play to some of his songs because of that. They're so fun to play. Yeah, so they feel good. So simple, like how the the intros on that "Don't Do Me Like That" song. Oh man, yeah, so simple but so good. Totally, I love it. Well, Stevie um, Wonder, you're going to get it. All right, now yeah, I I better practice some chops, man. That um, I forget who is who plays with them, but. Man, I'm a long ways from that dude. That dude's solid as a rock, man. Good. Um, okay. Hetty Lorock. Lorock. I don't know. It's in French. I don't know. All right. Anyways, how do you make high five soup? <laughs> um, well, you take 20 high fives, two cloves of garlic, three celery stalks, four carrots. <laughs> and a dash of salt and pepper, and you let it stew for about five years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> five years. <laughs> Man, health benefits with that? 
Plenty of health benefits. Yeah, that's cool. It's mostly vegetable, so you're good. Yeah, that's good. Um, This is similar to our previous question, Gideon MCD. How did you know that the Aquabats were the band for you? You just saw them and you were like, I want to be in that band. Yeah. Oh, so you know what else? I saw them on stage. I'm like, dude, these are the biggest dorks I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) But they're secretly, they're the coolest guys you'll ever know. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to be in that band for that reason. It's like the two, you know, it's like they're super dorky, but actually they're kind of really rad dudes. So definitely. They're just that's the exact cool same. Dudes. That's the exact same impression I got to where it was just like, yeah. you are the coolest dudes in the world. Like I would hang out with any of these guys <laughs> anytime. Like, and we'd probably be into the same stuff. Like, let's go skate. Let's go ride bikes. Yep. Let's go hang out. Let's go like, yeah, it's so cool. That's it. Um, okay. This is from Nicole Vienna or Valena. Oh says, yeah. I know that person. It says, hi, uncle Ricky. <laughs> That's what made niece. you oh nice what <laughs> made you pick up the drumsticks for the first time um so my father was a musician nice and he had he he played everything and he had a little studio in the back of our house he was a guitar player but he kind of he played everything well and he wrote music i always gravitated to the towards the drums at a very young age i knew i'm like that's the first memory i have i'm like i want to play drums i want to play drums right now that's what i want to do yeah, I think that's a gift is knowing what you want to do and like shooting for, for the stars and just going for it. You know, um, I think he bought me a guitar first. I'm like, dude, dad, I want to play drums, not guitar. I can play this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was super bummed. Like, and then I just, just at a very young age, I knew that, I don't know. It's what I wanted to play. That's what real drummers. I tell people this all the time. Like, it's not like I didn't choose to play drums. I just do. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, I, there was never a time where I was like, I want to play drums. I just always play drums. Like, that's how it was. Yeah. I just, I I knew that when, like my dad, my similar story, my dad's a a singer. Yeah. And um, I would, when I was two years old, my mom would, you know, I'd go see my dad play somewhere. I didn't even know my dad was in the band. I was watching the drummer the whole time. Like I'm like, what is he doing up there? Like I'm just watching the drummer and you know, and that's it, you know. So that's um, pretty much how it went. That's cool. That's such a it's such a raw thing. It's so at such a young age to know and like I love that though. You know, yeah. when someone has that, it's cool. Like because then you could focus all your attention and energy on that one thing and just go for it, you know? Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of, it's kind of rad. Thanks, Nicole, for that um that cute and very cool question. <laughs> uh, this one is, this is East scripts 14. Who is the best Aquabat? Um, let's see here. I'm going to say this right now. Crash McLarson. I like he Crash. Is, <laughs> he is hands down the best. Is he, he's the guitar player. He's the bass player. Bass player. Yeah. Okay. Oh Crash yeah. He's, he's the big dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's our our protector, basically. I see. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. Um, if I could be Crash, I would be Crash. <laughs> but I'm Ricky. But I'm Ricky Fitness, so I'll I'll be Ricky Fitness. That's okay. Dude, the bio, the bio on on the like, if you look up Ricky Fitness, and then there's like a wiki 
I don't know if it, what it's called, WikiHow or something. It's like your guys' fandom page. Okay. It is so... It's the best bio I've ever seen. It's so... We were like hysterical before we hit record on the show, like reading this thing. I was going to read the whole thing on the air, but like it's it's really long, but it's so funny. The like... The, oh my gosh. It talks about your superhero, like your 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 special powers. It talks about your physical attributes and like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so good, dude. Uh, I want to read all of them for all the band. It's so, it's like, oh, it's great. I just love it. The ideas that you guys come up with is so funny, man. Yeah, there's, um, some, there's some genius people in our crew. We have a, a big crew of people that, that help out and are just super creative, you know? Do you guys ever do like any, like any writing for other TV shows or like anything like that? Or is it just strictly what you guys are doing? So uh, me personally... I, I every now and then like song opportunities. So for like music that I, I will do that every now and then, um, nice. but not writing. Um, Bat Commander definitely does a lot of stuff. He's really good with that. Um, yeah. He's kind of the creative genius behind a lot of the writing. So I, he's mostly involved with that. Um, and then everyone else kind of has like their own, like, you know, day jobs or side hustle. So yeah, Bat Commander definitely does a lot of that. Very cool. Yeah. Um, this one's from Jared. So J dot A dot R dot E dot D D D dots in between. Okay. Anyways, thoughts on Samba. Samba, like actual Samba. Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I love it. I love the Samba. I love the Bossa Nova. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite drum beats. And Same here. That's funny. I've just been really focusing and trying to like really nail the feel on the, on the samba and yeah because i could play it but not not like i want to you know there's That's so exactly many how i feel yeah so i've been really working on that that's funny that he asked me that question because i i love it it's there's so there's so many applications for it too yeah. right you could throw that in a, a crazy rock song or it's just awesome it just man. fits anywhere man i love I it i love that music so much and it's like it's Dude. so challenging to play it you know it is to make it feel right too is just like man, it's great, great stuff. Love it. I, I, I'm a maniac for that stuff, man. I'm like, yeah, I freaking love it. <laughs> it is really fun to play, man. When you get it going and you get, you're like, oh yeah, it's it's like the best. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And then the music that accompanies that is incredible. Totally. So many good artists. But um, the odd espion. Oh boy, why are you so cute, Ricky? Oh man. <laughs> really? Thank you. <laughs> My mommy made me that way. <laughs> oh man. So some of these are just like so there's dude, we're not even I hope you're okay with the all these questions. We're not even like close to being done. There's tons. I, I love you guys, man. Let's do this. Okay, I'm, cool. Um Angel Light 1619. What is your favorite episode of the Aquabat Super Show and why we already answered that? Okay, sorry about that one. Cat no Anomaly. Worries. Hey, Ricky, when you joined the Aquabats, how long did it take you to learn the songs? Uh, you really want... Okay, I'm going to give a little story on that one. Okay, so when, when I, get, I got asked to try out for the band, I was working a full-time job and I didn't have much time to practice. But 
I, I knew the songs generally. I knew. So when I went to try out, I had a really crappy drum set that was kind of beat down and my kick drum would slide away. And oh, no. so I'm try- I was playing the songs with them and I'm like, Hey, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really love your band and I, I really want to be in the band. I'm just hustling right now, working a full-time job. And I, I didn't learn the songs as good as I could. And I know the songs and I just, I need a little more time to practice. <laughs> and nice. Crash McLarson and, uh, <clears throat> back commander looked at each other and they're like, you're in the band. Because <laughs> everyone, everyone that came to try out was like super perfect and on point and like, but it just wasn't the right fit. It wasn't right personality wise. It what maybe not have been the perfect fit. So I kind of got lucky in that area. And man, that's awesome. <laughs> but, that's so yeah. cool. But so once that happened, I I got the green light. It, it just took a, probably a couple of weeks to like really get the songs to where I needed to get them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Man. Story. That's a, uh, that's a good lesson for like other, other people going to auditions. Like if you're really going to be in the band, I say this, I've said this so many times on the show, like 50% or more is personality and whether or not they can get along with you. That, you know? so that, and you're geared. <laughs> it's like these people came with these ginormous drum sets and I just oh came with gosh. a little three piece, you know, or four piece drum set. And, Everything just, it's, you got to really do your research on the band and what they do and what they like, everything, yeah. like go into detail. You're right. Like, what are the, what are these people like, you know, because in, in the end of the day, you got to live with these people. Totally. It's a family, That's you know, a, do you fit in that really family? Story. Yeah. So exactly. Um, and um, so did they like, did the Aquabats create the character of ricky fitness like for you like or was this like the the drummer was always like a fitness guy and like like or was that just your role in the band like you were just you're just ricky fitness that's it so i I mentioned this earlier in the conversation but each character is kind of loosely based on who we actually are and our traits you know so at that time I, i was pretty pretty in shape i was you know surfing skating i, I like jogging a lot so I, I was pretty active and i had been in the wild the band in a while before i actually had a name mm. um and one day we were just sitting working on demos in like a small small little office suite where i'm sitting there and we're like man we got to come up with your name finally and i think it was scott schultz the co- co-creator of the of the Yo Gabigal, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, he uh, was like Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Fitness, and then <laughs> everyone was like, "That's it, that's it." So that's kind of how how it took off from there. Wow. So it wasn't that's a name awesome. that was like that just came out of thin air. It, it kind of took a while to kind of like, what are, what are you about? What is this? What name should we give you? It just kind of like it was born, you know? Yeah, it's so cool. But yeah. Um. So um. Then or whatever. <laughs> I'm so bad <laughs> with these names, dude. Um. Fave Aquabat song to play live. Uh, it says uh, favorite Aquabat song to play live. Yeah. Okay. Uh. I think it it changes sometimes based on like how we're feeling and whatnot and how how it's sounding. Um. But lately, it's been attacked by snakes. 
Nice. And at the end of that song, there's a, a samba outro, which is really fun uh, to play. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So um, I think that one I really like. And my skateboard is kind of a really fun one, too. Between those two, uh, they're pretty, pretty rad, fun to play. Nice. Those are this those song- are songs I can't take credit for on the drums. Travis Barker wrote those. Oh, and really? The parts are incredible. Yeah. They're Oh yeah, he did play in the he did play in the Aquabats, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He I totally was, uh, forgot that. He recorded on the Fury of the Aquabats, and no that, way. Like, yeah, those drum tracks are incredible. Yeah, I totally I cannot believe I forgot that detail. That's funny. Um, yeah, yeah, and everybody knows that. Like he's he was he started off like that's where he started getting really popular playing in the Aquabats. Yep, that's crazy. Um, uh, this is similar. Favorite Aquabat song and album. This is from Bo- Brian Ligori. Favorite Aquabat album. So we have a new album coming out. Um, it's in the can. It's all. It's mostly. It's all done. I think we're just waiting for the right time to release it, which we do have a date. But I think. The new one, the songs and the song styles are on there. Are I, I'm gonna say this one is probably the one coming out is probably my favorite. I don't know if I'm being biased because it's our newest one, but I really like the way it came out a lot. That's cool. Kind of gets me really pumped up, and I'm like, I can't wait to play the songs. That's the way it should be. If you're coming out yeah. with a new album. That should be like we're pumped about. This. If you're like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> it's like the world is kind of gonna be like, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um so stupid kid Owen, congrats on getting the braces off by the way. Uh, <laughs> stupid kid Owen, what's your stance on the collapse and separation of Yugoslavia in 1992? <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just glad that they worked things out finally and you know, they're at a much better state now. So, um yeah. <laughs> yes um the least political person you'll ever meet in your in your life is me not compared to me dude <laughs> i'm I've, I've been very vocal like i do not get caught up in politics man i like yeah that's my political stance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um this is from balls with a bunch of z's b-a-l-l z-z-z-z-z-z-z-z okay how about assorted this- jelly beans live stream help uh to help the world deal with coronavirus <laughs> Oh man, jelly beans live stream. That would be fun. I would love to. Um, I don't know. It's hard because the other guys, the other guys have like a lot going on also. So it's really hard to get us all together. But God, that would be fun. I'm open to that. Someone get the other guys involved. (laughs) (laughs) You you have a mission now before you balls. Come on, balls. You can do it. (laughs) Um, Okay, some of these are very similar to the others. So. Domeless engine. How did you meet the Aquabats? We kind of already answered that. Unless you yep, have something yep. to add. Um, Angel Wade six six six. Do you like being Ricky Fitness? Favorite part about being an Aquabat? Um, let's see. I do like being Ricky Fitness. It's really fun. Um, it keeps me on my toes because I got to be somewhat in shape. Otherwise, I can't be Ricky Fitness. <laughs> I know so, that would add a lot of stress for me being Corey Fitness. I'd be like, dude, I got to work out like every day now. <laughs> it's tough because I like food. I like to like cook. If I wasn't a musician, I'd be a chef. So oh, nice. I'm always eating. Um, 
Yeah, there I was something. There was something said on on the bio too about you loving cookie dough and you ate like tons of it some at some point. <laughs> hmm. May or may not have happened. <laughs> um, what was the second part of that question? Is it, what's your favorite part about being an Aquabat? Probably, once again, getting to play live and and just perform for all the rad kids. It's That's pretty. Cool. Man, you know what that feels like when you have yeah. a, a show and it's, and then you demolish the stage and then you, you know, you come off tour and you come home and you're like kind of reflecting and then you go back to work and you're like, wait, I was just on stage, like people screaming our name and now I'm being told what to do. What, how do I, <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. am I supposed to do? <laughs> is no, that playing, like but playing live is probably one of the highlights and just really fun it's kind of an unusual situation for you guys too because i think i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think your demic your main de demographic is young kids and their parents right yeah uh, and so it's a little bit different from like you know other bands that are popular where there's always going to be young kids like in your music i guess but yeah that is like your crowd is kids um I th I don't know. Is that like more rewarding than like a bunch of hot chicks or something like, you know, screaming your name or is it like, it's just different or like, I mean, how is that? So, uh, you know, like it's changed. Like we're, it's changed over the years. Like we've seen all, we've seen like, it used to be gnarly back in the day, right? Like mm -hmm. shows, people can't do this stuff that they used to do at shows. Right. Like even bands, you know? Yeah. There's always been like, this rock star mentality that like disrespects women and just kind of like, you can't do that anymore, which is awesome. So I, I think ha always having that purity in the Aquabats and just, it's all, it's just a positive thing, you know, like our shows are so positive and uplifting. I would much rather have that than a bunch of drunk people and like, yeah, people that don't know what they're saying and uh, I would much rather have that any day and walk away feeling like, oh man, that was uplifting, you know, yeah. rather than all oh, those blame drunk people were so annoying. It's just, it's just a better environment, you know, especially now that, you know, I have kids and like, it, it's just what I want to be around, you know, it's much, That's really cool. much more rewarding. Yeah, so the man, kids, I could totally see that. The kids are, they're awesome. <laughs> literally you yeah. i get choked up on stage because you'll have so many different kids on, on stage and they're just so excited you know yeah. i'm playing drums back then they like li a little wave and you're like oh man that's if, that kid is going to remember this for a long time you know if you think but, about that too like <laughs> i mean like thinking about a band like a literal band that you go see that is for kids it's like a concert like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to see like Taylor Swift or something with my parents. And it's like, it's like, this is a band for them and their parents, yeah. they're dragging their parents to the show, you know? And like to have, I don't know, man, that is such a great concept. I don't know how like others haven't done it. And it's not hokey and like goofy, you know, like you said, talking down, it's like, this is genuinely like a band for them. This is their band. This is their favorite band and they're going to see them. They have that experience that like kids don't necessarily get to experience. It's so dope. Yeah. I can't say that enough. It's so awesome. So that makes, that makes the shows rewarding. And like, I would take that over a bunch of 
screaming girls and drunk people that are just <laughs> losing their minds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so totally. Um, okay. A few, just a few more. Um, some of them are nonsense. So we won't, we won't ask them, but some of them are good. Um, the great Ashley two. What is the most complex Aquabat song to play? You guys have hmm. any odd time, like polyrhythmic tunes. <laughs> there, there's some crazy stuff. Like some of the Travis Barker stuff is pretty challenging. Like uh, yeah. there's a song called the fight song on the fury. That's like a really fast punk beat, but then he throws this weird right hand ride thing and <laughs> doing that, do that, do that, do that, do that. And a, a crazy uh, yeah. ride thing. So that's a really challenging one for me. The fight song is, I got to be on my toes on that one, but yeah. Yeah. And there's some polyrhythms on the toms and like a breakdown in there. It's kind of rad too. There is actually in that song. Probably that that's one. really cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, two questions from Julia is Coolia. <laughs> Julia it. is Coolia. Um, you can answer this one or you don't have to, if you don't want to, it says, how old are you? And, uh, what's your favorite color? I'm 19. And <laughs> cool. my favorite color is blue. Very cool. Um, Travis, I don't, I don't want to say this name cause it's, um, not politically correct. So Travis more cowbell quote, um, c- question mark, more cowbell. hundred percent. If that's what he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Haunted Punk. In Rad Ventures, you got a wizard hat and new powers. Are those powers going to be used more? Yes, they are. That is because running fast isn't cutting it anymore. We need other powers. <laughs> I need something else. Eagle, oh, Bones, man. Eagle Bones has a laser out of his guitar. I run fast. I need something else. <laughs> My braces were a superpower, but those are gone. So, yeah. Man. Yeah, I read that. I read that on uh, your bio, too. There was something else that, like, yeah, you're, you're, you can run as fast as... I forget how fast you can run, but it's really, really, really fast. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> That's crazy. So, okay, more powers are coming. More powers are coming at you. Um, man, we got through all the listener questions. There were some like inappropriate ones or just dumb ones, but there was only a few. That is by Surprises. far the most we've ever, ever, ever had. Like, so congratulations on that. Yeah. Woo! That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um, man, Ricky. Dude, <laughs> dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. We we don't have time for the wheel of death, but I think all the listeners asked like all the questions that we'd ever want for um wheel of death. So we'll have Corey, to have you on and do some um some thank listener you guys. Yeah, man. Thank yeah. you. We'll have to have you on and ask some wheel of death questions and like this is why we don't do the like how did you get your start playing drums kind of show. It's just hanging out. So yeah, we'd love yeah. to have you on again. Anytime you can would be amazing. Um, dude, please. That would be great. I would love to. Yeah, dude. That would um, be awesome. If people want to follow you, check you out, see what you guys are doing. Um, your Instagram is Ricky Fitness one like yep. number one. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, if you just like look up Ricky Fitness or look up the Aquabats on Google, you'll find so much information. Um, is that the best way people can reach out to you or follow you or see you or like on Instagram or Facebook? Instagram for sure. Definitely. Okay. Cool. And uh, 
can I plug our new record? When of course it's you can. Out? Yeah, so we have um, Kooky Spooky that's going to be out August 21st, if I'm not mistaken. We had to move the date back because of everything happening, and we wanted to give space to everything that's happening right now. So um, nice. August 21st. Very new cool. record. But yeah. That's coming up quick. I can't it wait is. to hear it. Rad. I can't wait to see what comes along with it. Oh, man. It's great stuff. Cool, um, cool. Man, Ricky, thank you so much. Let's keep in touch and like, let's have you on again and let's like hang out and let's go running together or something, skating, Dude, drumming. You ride, you ride bikes, right? Yeah, I ride bikes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's play drums together. I want some lessons from you. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> let's, <laughs> um, let's trade fours. <laughs> that sounds fun. Actually, like we were just talking about our our shed video that we just did, and I would love. I would. We're gonna do some more. I would love to do some like do one with you. Um, All right. But I have a spot here in Oceanside. If you ever want to cruise by, you want to hang out, you want to shed, whatever. Like, let's do it. I would love to for sure. That'd be awesome. Rad. All right, man. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, Funky Phil. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All right, guys. Have a good one. All, All right. right. You too. All right. See ya. Bro, dude, that was freaking awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> I told you, dude, that dude is like one of the coolest guys. He's a freaking great drummer, too, but he's one of the coolest dudes, like, in the biz for real just so down to earth and so cool and like just talking to him like he's you you wouldn't know that he's like as popular as he is but dude like think about how many listener questions we just had we've never had that many that was a lot of questions that was gosh great. i I, I forgot i wanted to ask him for fitness tips on the yeah, pan- while we're in pandemic drumming, drumming he should put out a drumming fitness video that'd be amazing <laughs> oh my god that'd be so good <laughs> it'd be funny if he had like weighted drumsticks and then as soon as he hits the snare like he, he struggles picking it up and then hits the snare but then like the drum head breaks because the sticks are so heavy <laughs> oh that'd be so good yo i gotta let oh, my man. dog outside but i've still got my headphones on keep going all right yeah so um anyways dude like I was saying, if you guys haven't seen any of the stuff that we've been talking about, it is seriously, if you haven't seen the Aquabat Super Show, like even if you're an adult, I'm telling you it is worth seeing. It's hilarious. It's completely thoroughly entertaining. Even if you're an adult, it is not like it is for kids, but it is not just for kids. It's you know? so funny. There's so many good episodes. Yeah. I love it. And the production is like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it it's me of, so like, great. It kind of reminds me of like old like Godzilla, like with the the way the suits, exactly. like the the bad guy monster suits and stuff. It's so funny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's so good, man, and and it's hilarious. It's like it, and all their characters are just like they're so man. It's just great. It's, it's really really great, man. I, I can't say that enough. And like, I really hope my. When my when I was talking about like how I really felt about them at the beginning wasn't too rude, but it, it's honest. I really was like, stop making a mockery of my music, you know. Yeah. And then until I and we all kind of felt like that. We were all like, it's the rest of the band was like, whatever, man. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna get in front of a bunch of young kids and, and no, we I think all that, left. I don't think it was. I don't think that. Was, I, I think you were just 
there, I feel like there's a lot of people that initially have that reaction to yeah to them like what's with these guys and they got costumes that's silly but when you um, like when you watch amazing. it or you get to know them they're all relatable in one way like they're they're all like it's literally like a group of your buddies that get together and they're like messing around with kids like just joking around and doing silly stuff it's literally what it is yeah. Like have a barbecue with all of your homies and like that's what they're that's what the group of guys is. It's so genius, man. The whole thing about like kids having a band that is like, this is my band. Like I'm going to see my favorite band. Yeah. I'm going to a concert that's made for me. Like that is incredible, dude. And it's like, yeah, more bands should do that. I mean, it really got us thinking, like, dude, why didn't we think of that? You know, like <laughs> So yeah, so I gotta take Felix to one of their shows when they start touring again. Oh my gosh, he would absolutely love it. He'd freaking lose his mind loving it. He would. <laughs> um, and it's it's so much. It's so crazy, and they they like totally have all this audience participation. Like you have to boo the bad guys, and like yeah, it's really cool, man. So so great, so great. Um, so anyways, thanks to Ricky for coming on. Um, really cool. Like I said, we've been trying to have him on for a while, and um, we're so stoked that he was able to do it today. Really, really cool. What a great way to end the season. Um, so we might um, – here's the deal, guys. We might come back for, like, quick little soapboxes or just, like, very quick episodes in between this time off, but we're going to take some time to regroup and um, try to um, – I don't know, just tweak some things like we always do. We're going to take a few weeks. We're going to tweak some stuff. We're going to try to come up with some new ideas. We're going to try to advance the show in a better way like we always do. So just bear with us, all right? I don't want to lose any fans or any listeners or anything like that. Just give us a few weeks to kind of figure out what we're doing here. Always working on that thing. Yeah, we're always working on that thing. We just, we're not trying to figure out what we're doing with the Drum Brigade podcast because, I mean... Me and Phil don't plan on stopping, right, Phil? Unless you're like, this Heck is my no. last season. Heck no. <laughs> okay. I don't plan on stopping. I love doing the podcast, but we are planning on trying to up our game and get so get to a place where people can listen more. And we want to make the show better. So we want to um, figure out what that is. So we have a lot of things to think about, a lot of things to adjust. Not a lot of things, but a few things to adjust. We want to make it better. We want to make it more like the Drummer's Morning Show. Um, we never want this show to be a, a serious show about politics and stuff like that, but we want our show to be more interactive. Um, so yeah. And, um, so we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to work on some other stuff with the drum brigade. Um, we want to keep you guys informed. We're going to, you know, we just got a lot of stuff to do. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. It's not much. It's only probably a few weeks. Um, and we're going to come back stronger with better guests. Yeah. Well, we can't have better guests, but more more awesome guests. Yes, like even additional. Yes, not, not like they're more but awesome. <laughs> if you're not trying to like reach goals and you're not trying to move forward and you just get stagnant, then that's when you just you know people are going to listen to us no matter what. But like we, if we were still doing the show with with condenser mics, like sitting on a couch, I mean that was a good show. But we've come a long way since then, you know. <laughs> Yes. So, um, so now, you know, we're, we're, where we're at and, um, we have a lot to think about and a lot to work on. So we're going to try to do that. Um, anyways, so that's where we're at. We're going to take a few days, 
And we're going to do that. I'm just trying to be transparent. You guys, if you guys want, um, you know, times are tough right now, but if you guys want some really great merch, our show, our, our drum brigade merch is like really dope. I'm just saying for real, I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, but just go check out our merch store and like buy something. It really helps us out. Um, the t-shirts are not just like, you know, every drummer's t-shirt. We don't have any Batman shirts. Unfortunately, if we did, we'd probably sell billions of them. <laughs> every drummer wears a Batman shirt for some reason. Uh, um, our shirts, we have something for everyone, whether you want something really simple or you want something that looks vintage or you want something that's just like a cool design. We have stuff for everyone. We have drum brigade podcast shirts. We have regular drum brigade shirts. We have kid sizes. We have all that stuff as you're on our commercial. Um, so go check that out. Please go check that out and, um, pick up something if you want. Um, you can, you can get all kinds of stuff, even shirts with me and funky Phil's face on it. Yeah. Um, maybe masks. sponsors masks soon, I, right? We're going to have, I'm going to try to work on that tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Um, so eventually we're going to have masks. You'll see it on Instagram, all that stuff. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, um, if not, well, what can we do? Um, sponsorships. I'm putting this out there. If you guys want to sponsor the drum brigade podcast, please hit us up, use a contact form, email me, Corey at drumbrigade.com. Um, and just, um, let's talk. Let's chat about it. All right. Um, we would love for our community to be more involved with our podcast. Okay. We're for the people. It's the morning show for drummers. So if you guys want a company to endorse us, hit them up on Instagram and be like, yo, why don't you endorse or why don't you sponsor the drum brigade podcast? It's the best show for drummers. It's real drummers talking to real drummers, talking about real drum things like almost dying in the ocean because waves are crashing. Yeah. And hurting their feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if any of you guys have ever listened to Jim Rome, but Jim Rome would call it banging your monkey. If you want us to go, like if you want one of this station's affiliates to pick us up, to pick up our song, our, what am I trying to say? If you want one of our station affiliates to pick up our show in your city, bang your monkey. That means go yell at them and be like, Hey, we want the Jim Rome show here. So that's what we're saying with the podcast. You guys can help us by going to these companies and being like, yo, why are you guys such a dope company? But why aren't you endorsing or sponsoring the best podcast out there? Yeah. Way, way, way better than Mike and Mike show. <laughs> <laughs> way better, way better. <laughs> Way better than the Modern Drummer podcast. Way, way better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mike Dawson, we love you. Mike Johnson, we love you. But we really want you to come on the show. And you, you said yes. And then we've never had you on the show. So Next season. Next season, Mike Johnston. I love your lessons, though. You know that guy only uses two mics? I know. I saw that. That's amazing. Crazy, he gets a great man. sound. Makes me want to rethink what I'm doing over here crazy i got all these freaking mics and a board over here this fool's with one no one well, overhead one kick i think they're two stereo mics though right yeah they're so and they're, they're made together so it's four mics is it yeah two channels per mic so it's getting a left and right on each okay yeah but he's only using two mics on his drums is what he's saying yeah he's got see okay 
let this, let these, let this, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to say, if I get some money that's coming in, I'm buying some mics, Phil. Yeah. That's one of the things that I want to progress with this podcast. And I want a better mic for me for talking in. I wanted a better podcast mic because this technically isn't my mic. It's just at the studio. And then I want some new overheads for my drums so I can do a Mike Johnston setup. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't think we can, I don't, I don't know. I just, I like what that guy does, man. I like what he does, but he also uses, he has, he has some, he has a simple setup, but he has some, some, um, complicated stuff that I don't, he has, um, what's the thing that like you always want that it's like a, it, it can compress or it can, it, he runs two mics into, <laughs> see here's, I, I don't, this is why I don't get called for freaking, some really good mic preamps. Preamps. I think he runs it into a nice preamp and a and a. What's the thing that you wanted to get for the podcast that would like condense everything, like an like a, a compressor, a compressor, I think. And yeah. then he runs that into like he has a digital. I don't know what he does, but <laughs> we'll have to ask him about his setup when he comes on the show next season. He'll be like, "I have a video. Go watch the video, fools." <laughs> um. Yeah, so I have, I have, I'm, I'm working on my, my setup, man. I'm always working on that thing. I'm always working on that thing. Um, so I'm gonna step up my game and get my studio set up to sound better with better stuff. Yeah. Did um that SB set? If is that does that did that um, sure. What is it? SM7B. That SM7B. That please tell me that didn't get stolen out of her studio. No, we still have okay. it. Okay, good. That's it. How come you... What? How come you don't use that for podcasting? Well, honestly, my house gets kind of noisy, as you've heard. Oh, yeah. And that that's not a very... Um, you have to kind of turn that mic up really high for just normal talking, you know? I see. And, unless you have, like, one of those inline boost things or, like, a, a special preamp for it. Um, it needs a good amount of gain. So if I if I have that mic gained up real nice, you're gonna hear a lot of kids and dogs and stuff <laughs> on my end. So I just stick with this one because it, it's easier to get a cleaner sound. Yeah, um, in, well, in cool. my house, my my hectic household. Will there ever be a time where we come to the studio and do podcasting again, or are we forever on Zoom? I don't know. I think we can. I think it'll happen again. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, COVID aside, COVID is gone. There's no more pandemic. Will you ever come back to the studio or are you just done? Yeah, I'll come back. I mean, this <laughs> is really fun doing it through Zoom, but it's it's probably more fun in real life. Yeah. All right, well, we'll figure that out eventually. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, though, people. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, let's end the show, Phil. <laughs> um, all right, so anyways, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for all your support. Thank you so much to Ricky Fitness for coming on. Thank you, Funky Phil. Thank you, Corey. Uh, yeah, thank me for just being like pff, super like dope, dude. I'm just glad. Super I'm glad dope. you didn't die in the ocean last week. Yeah, man. I have a lot of ocean stories. I didn't even talk to Ricky about my ocean story with him. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it now. I talked about it on another episode. Yeah. I was, I, I was long story short, I was having a really bad day, like a really off day. And I was so incredibly awkward with him 
I feel so bad. And I, my brain was just not working and I didn't really recognize him. And then he's like, Hey Corey, what's up, man? Like, and I'm like, I was, I was super in my head, like with anxiety. And I was just like, Hey, how's it going, dude? And like, he's like, how have you been? And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm really good. And then just, I kind of started walking away. I was so stupid, dude. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I'm glad we didn't bring that up. It would have been really awkward for me. Oh, that'd um, been, we'll have to get into that one next time. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's even more awkward because I'm like not bringing it up. I want to hear, I want to hear his perspective on that. <laughs> he's dude. He's probably so nice. He probably was just like, yeah, I wasn't like that at all. I just, you know, but he could, I could tell he wanted to talk and I, this is what really happened. I thought he was Ricky fitness. And then I thought he, what threw me off is cause I didn't know he was married and he has kids. Maybe he's not married. I don't know, but he had a family with him. And so that threw me off. So then I thought he was one of the dudes from Brixton, like the company. Oh, no. And so I was like, I, I, my, it just threw my brain for a loop. And then I didn't know, like, I saw him at, like, one of my local beaches. And I was having a really bad, like, depressing, crazy day. So me and my wife went to the beach to get away. And then I, I had this dude that clearly knows me. But it, I couldn't put it together. Like it, my brain just was not processing that. My brain was processing. I need to go to get away. Oh, and I then that, that happened. And so it messed, it messed with me, dude. <laughs> That's like, so funny. I feel so stupid because I, my wife was like, who was that? And I'm like, um, I think that was the, the drummer for the Aquabats. She's like, don't you know him? And I'm like, yeah. And I, and then it was like too awkward. It was too far gone. It was like, I, <laughs> I couldn't just go, Hey man, Hey, what's up, dude? It's like, sorry. Like, I was just already kind of like getting in the water. And then he was like packing up and leaving. He's like, okay, bye Corey. And I'm just like, all right, man, later. And Uh, like, oh, so (laughs) weird, dude. I was so stinking stupid and weird. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. We've got to talk to him about that next time. I love that story. Uh, It was like, it was honest. Honestly, the whole thing was probably still in my own head. I probably wasn't even acting weird. Yeah. But then I made it worse by reaching out to him and being like, hey, man, I owe you a big apology. Like, I was having a really, I struggle with this and I, I was having a really off day. And like, it was like, just, dude. So funny. Uh, take awkwardness and times it times a million. And that's what, what that whole situation was. I've so. been there before. I've, I feel like everyone's been there where they're like in a situation where they're supposed to know someone, but they're not 100% sure. Yeah. And then, and you're kind of like, awkwardly trying to play it safe like you know them you know them but you, you can't really remember their name or <laughs> Dude, and that's what so was crazy times. is because i like i i do know him like I, there's no reason for me to be like this said, isn't who i think it is but yeah, it was yeah. just the day and the situation and then seeing him with a family was like wait who is this like ugh. The dude, in my defense, the dude does wear a mask and a helmet, like, most of the time. It's true. That's a very, <laughs> so, very good point to make. I didn't recognize him with his without his superhero costume on. That's probably what it was. So it's his fault, really. It's, yeah. You get into I it. blame him, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Thank you, Ricky, for coming on, man. Thank you for being so cool. And, um, yeah, thank you guys once again for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. Um, really stoked on this episode. This is a good one, Funky Phil. Yeah. Yeah, they all are. All right. We'll be back at you in a few weeks.
Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.